get bring us in. Welcome back to another episode of Tuxedo Time, where we were tuxedos, and it is time podcast, podcast edition. Because if, if people are new here, they realize that Becky has all this planned out, and I just show up and wing it. Yeah. Well, if you're new here and you're wondering what this podcast is all about, it's a show where we have candid, unfiltered discussions about video production, life, and being a creator while wearing our tuxedos, aka jogging pants. Yes, that's probably very confusing for people who are like, what's the deal with tuxedos? What You're not wearing tuxedos, but these are our tuxedos. Yeah, to use tuxedo in a sentence, you might be at work, you're going to say, oh, I can't wait to go home and put on my tuxedo and lay on the couch and binge watch Cobra Kai. You might say that, yeah. You might say that. We might have done that yesterday. Uh, We definitely did that yesterday. All the episodes. Yeah. And by yesterday, you mean all weekend long. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So today's episode is, uh, what is today's episode about? We're kind of talking a little bit about- Oh, wait. Boba Fett's out. The new Boba Fett. Well, maybe you can watch that. What the fuck? (laughs) Not committed to this podcast. Is this changing the quality of the audio at all? I feel like it's like blurring it a little bit. Blurring it a little bit. No, it just you have to make sure that you're still close to the mic, right? Yeah, okay. Um, blurring the audio. Spoken like a true video dude. <laughs> I don't know anything about audio. Everything, I'm like, how do I add curves to this audio? It's called an EQ. Okay. Look it up. Look it up. Today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about get, like gaining inspiration um, because I bought $300 worth of coffee table books. <laughs> um, so I that wanna, one? Yes. Isn't That's that one stunning? Look, it's a battery. Uh, it's beautiful. I'm going to make a full video on our main channel about my favorite coffee table books at some point, but this is a new one. But first, before we get into the (laughs) podcast, yeah, I just want to say a huge thank you to Cuts for sponsoring today's episode of the podcast and being a supporter of this podcast and our channel for the last six months. It has been six months already. It has been, yeah. Six months of maximum lounging. Six months of epic tuxedos. Well, I will have to say that this hoodie and jogger pants combo that matches... I lived in an all Christmas vacation, Same. literally wore it for seven days straight. Oh my God. I, I washed it once in between. I washed mine once as well. Yeah. I wore it the entire Christmas vacation. People were like, are there stains on your pants? I was like, yes, those are turkey grease stains. Then I wore it on the plane home and I haven't done laundry since. So it's been sitting in the laundry, which is why I'm wearing this one today, which actually it's a nice fit. It's a different size. It's mine. Yeah, it is. You're wearing mine. <laughs> yeah. That explains a stain I'm seeing on the left breast oh, right here. Um, You just said that you wore that the entire Christmas vacation and you hauled it out of the dirty wash that explains the stain on the left breast here. <laughs> yeah so don't be blaming that stain on me cuts is having this fun carpe diem challenge the challenge started on january 9th and over the last week they've been sending out um daily challenges they're going to be doing it for 22 days straight they're kind of like productivity time-based challenges they're not all productivity they're actually four task pillars yourself time connection and discipline so there's a bit of a variety there in terms of what they're offering it's super cool to see brands like cuts coming out with these fun challenges because sometimes you know going into a new year we want a little something to try it's kind of like you know how people do like the daily photography challenge where it's like like 365 days of photography Well, this is a lot easier because it's just 22 days of like time-based challenges that you can Mm. kind of complete in a short period of time. So thank you so much to Cuts for sponsoring today's podcast. If you want to check out our link, you can get 15% off. And if you're listening to this, this is more incentive for you to go onto the YouTube channel and actually look and visualize my one piece. Well, it's actually two piece, but my matching jogging set right now. With the stain on the left breast, which is not my fault. The left breasticle. (laughs) All right. What do your socks say? Well, first of all, I bought these socks for you. 
And I just related so hard with them that I just stole them. That you just stole them? Yeah. So for those who are- So you wait, you stole my hoodie and you stole my socks. Affirmative. (laughs) Okay. So for people who are listening to this, why don't you read out what my socks say? It says, everything hurts and I'm dying. Story of my fucking life. (laughs) Doesn't that really resonate with you right now? Yeah. That's literally, if somebody was like, oh, what's the catchphrase for your life? I'd say, everything hurts and I'm dying. I mean, it's just very, very true. Hashtag relatable. Yeah. And this podcast mm-hmm. is probably the first one we've recorded since my birthday on December 27th. Well, actually, we bulk recorded two post-birthday. Oh, did we really? Yeah. I am so old that I forgot. <laughs> you're so old that you forgot and then your dentures <laughs> fell out while you were blowing out your birthday candle. <laughs> <laughs> like that gif? That's really cute, that old lady. Yeah. Donna sent me that today. Well, I have a mouth guard now because in addition to everything <laughs> hurting, it, my jaw is also included hurts. in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, uh, it's interesting actually because our dentist, we have the same dentist, who is also a pilot, coolest dentist ever. Yeah. And cool. uh, we always shoot the shit about flying whenever we go in. But he was saying that he's seen such a massive increase in the number of people with with temporomandibular joint dysfunction. Yeah, from like stress. Jaw pain and just people clenching all night. I'm like, yep, that's me. Same. I grind my teeth and clench all night and I've been having issues with it. So I got a super sexy mouth guard just like Becky. <laughs> You've been resisting it because at the beginning of the pandemic- Well, you got one early. Yeah, because I was having massive headaches and jaw pain because I was like clenching really bad. And my previous dentist said like, if you're clenching, just stick your tongue between your teeth to like, not clench your teeth so that helps but in the nighttime it use does your not. tongue like a mouth guard yeah but it doesn't help in the night so i got a super sexy mouth guard <laughs> and chris was complaining and i was like you should go oh my to god Dr. i was Bell roasting you so hard for it too were. and then you're I like, like i think right, becky come put your super sexy mouth guard in <laughs> and then one night we were having dinner and you were like oh oh every time you were chewing oh oh i can't chew anymore oh like that. and then you cried in the shower a, listening to your dashboard confessionals or whatever peckham your favorite exaggeration. music was from the- a peckham exaggeration <laughs> i told my therapist that's what you call my catastrophizing yeah. exaggeration 100 percent. um you're genetically predisposed to it anyway after you cried because you couldn't eat your sandwich you cried. decided i should probably go to the dentist and get a super sexy mouth guard has anyway. it helped see the problem is is that the the episode it's episodic in nature so it waxes and wanes hair is crazy right now well you know what yeah. i don't even care I so it waxes and wanes in severity so it, like it'll have a flare up for like two <laughs> weeks and then it'll go down and you're then the only person i know who says waxes and wanes i've what? never heard anybody else say what waxes and wanes the moon waxes okay why why wouldn't you why would you say that why? i don't know it's just funny i've just never heard anybody say waxes and wanes why would you never say that i mean i don't know it's just not a part of my vocabulary okay anyway <laughs> so it ebbs and flows it waxes yeah. and wanes okay it's up and but down have you had an episode it's since sinusoidal you, in nature have, have you had an episode since your super sexy mouth guard came into play not yet knock on wood but i wouldn't have like i, I would go months without having any episodes so it's too early to tell Okay. What I really need to do is I need to test this trial this over multiple years. Oh, for fuck's sake. And randomize myself to super sexy. In fact, what I need to do is make a placebo mouth guard. One that's actually, I put something in my mouth, but I don't know what it is. You know what you should do? Mm-hmm. Clone yourself, Correct. make a placebo mouth guard, and mm-hmm. then compare you versus clone and right. see what happens. I actually True thought. Science. I actually thought that maybe if like I could compare with another instance of me in the multiverse, in another multiverse. 
This is another instance where I could just be like, hey. Beyond scope, Chris. (laughs) Get my portal gun out. Rick and Morty style. (laughs) Anyway. So I have the the super sexy mouth guard. And yes, it is. Is it super sexy? It's definitely super sexy. You're getting more used to talking with it now. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed that I've made like, in order, I, I changed the way that I talk to try to not sound like I have a mouthful of marbles. Yeah. But it makes me do my... S whistles more often. <laughs> I did not often. notice that. Every now and then I'll do an S whistle. <laughs> hey, Mr. Paperboy. So I think I have to take the pop screen off to get full effect. Hey, Mr. Paperboy, when are you going to bring me some good news? <laughs> Wait, I want to try. When are you going to bring me some good news? Some, some good news. Some good news. <laughs> anyway, okay. <laughs> so something else has been happening in our house besides the super sexy mouth guard. Hold on, I'm not done. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not done. We're talking okay. about getting older yeah, and right. feeling oh, like I'm sorry, sorry, you're sorry. in massive pain. We went on a tangent. Okay. And just dying. We are recording, right? <laughs> We're recording, yes. Okay. So I, not only did I get, I got, so I, this is the, the month of misses for me today. Misses. Misses, yes, misses. Like misses, like. No, like, like prefix M-I-S. Oh, like not misses. First of all, I was misgendered. <laughs> yeah, the person at McDonald's. So we were, we were the we were the drive through. It was the best. We were in drive through, and dude was like, "All right, here's your coffee, ma'am." And he was like, oh. and I looked up, and I was like, "Uh, what?" And he was like, "Oh, I called you, ma'am." And then he starts laughing, and then my wife next to me starts laughing. You died laughing, was, and I'm just like, it was funny. I am not a ma'am. It's funny. Anyway, so there's that, yeah. and then today I get misaged. Oh, you did? Yeah. I had a patient and they were just like, uh, how old are you? And I always say, well, you have to guess because that's my policy. Yeah, if you're going to you torture your patient, if you're going to ask me an awkward, patients. if you're going to ask me an awkward question, like how old are you? I'm going to make you have an awkward, I'm going to ask you an awkward question and say, guess. Okay. They guess, guess, guess what they guessed. 45. No. 12. <laughs> no, I've gotten 12. I've gotten 45 and 12. Before. I'm going to guess 27. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly what they guessed. Yeah. Cause you look 27. And I said, you're off by 10 years. Booyah. And, and then were you like, oh, wait, am I actually? They thought, my, they thought my resident was older than me. <laughs> they thought, they guessed um, two years older for my resident. Wow. Yeah. And which was pretty much spot on for them. Wait, your resident was two years older than you? I don't know. My resident was, they guessed you're 29 older. and they were 30. Okay. And they guessed I was 27. Okay. And you're mm-hmm. 37. Correct. Wait, didn't you also misage yourself? Yes, that's true. <laughs> All of these years. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. (laughs) No, wait, because what happens is every year you're like, I'm 30 for the sixth time. And then you forgot. No, no, no. That, that was a while ago. I haven't been, I've, I've been okay with my, with my age lately. But what I've, what I did do is that because I get asked so frequently at work, how old I am by patients, because they don't believe that I'm not a child. Yeah. You're blessed with those. So good genes. My birthday's in December. And so like, you know, you get into like September, October, November, and then like December's just around the corner. So I just started rounding up. I see. So I started identifying. I was, I was turning. Wait, I can't even remember. How, I'm 37 now, right? Yeah. You, you thought you were turning 38. Right. So I just rounded up and it happened last year too. I rounded up and then I identified it as. It happens every year. It does. <laughs> I identified as having one extra year on me, yeah. i.e. being 37. So my birthday came around. Yeah. I was like, shit, I'm turning 38. And then I get depressed for about a week. And then I realize, <laughs> wait a second, I'll actually like do the math. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm actually a year younger. So this actually is perfect. I know. And it, like I said it before, I'll say it again. 
It's like finding money in an old coat pocket, except it's a year of your life. It's like finding a year of your life in an old coat pocket. That's interesting yeah. to look at it. It is, yeah. So, okay. Are you, is that... It's like a coat pocket savings plan. <laughs> okay, so we had the super sexy mouth guard happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. We had you getting missed misses. Miss? Yes. Something else happened in this house. Yes. You're... <laughs> <laughs> What happened? Tell them. Well, we currently have a, a nest cam mounted to the ceiling titled Mouse Duty TM. Trademark. Because I don't know if you guys recall or if you've even watched any of the studio build series where we had, we originally found a mouse issue, which pushed this renovation project back a few months. So we took care of the mouse problem and we hadn't had any mice. And then the winter came and we got a scatter mouse. And we live in the sticks, Becky. What do you expect? I know. They're so just like, mm, this is a warm house. Mm. Yeah. So we found a couple of mice and then we thought, you know what? They're in, they're ending up all in the same trap. Mm-hmm. This is not riveting content. No. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> listen to our mouse, t- mouse duty TM story. I don't know, man. Pest control. Pest contr- Justine. Listen, I'm, I'm, I've said it before and I will say it again. What? What? Home shield protection plan. <laughs> You love the home, the home shield. shield protection plan. Suburban pest control. Suburban pest control. <laughs> the best. Anyway, so. You love things. You love like. I like a good deal. I like to Concepts be- that like you take the products and you fold it into a little all-in-one package. I the do. Freedom Driving Club. You know what I like? You know what I like? I like having. You loved your Freedom Driving Club. I like having a good experience with a company mm-hmm. where they like come and take care of you. Mm-hmm. And then you just have that person. And now you know like. Every time there's like a wasp nest or mice or something happening, you know, you just call this one company and you're part of the program. Most of it's covered. Oh, she's part of the program. Part of the pro- except for it doesn't cover bed bugs or ticks. <laughs> okay. Or carpet moths, apparently. But um, <laughs> anyway, so let me let me finish my story. So originally we had a guy come from the company. He set a bunch of traps. He was like, I'm taking care of this problem in like two, like it's going to be done with in a week. And he was right. He took care of it. It was done, but he left traps up and we found, a, I think it was like a couple months ago, there was one mouse in the trap up here that had fallen on the floor. And then we found another one and another one. So the trap is up in this part. We haven't found any mice in any of the traps except for this one. And then there was another mouse and another mouse in the same trap. And I had bought some Nest Cam, so I was like, hmm, I have an idea. Technology. Technology. Because I was like, oh, maybe we get a GoPro, and we'll have it, like, set up. And I'm like, no, that's a hassle. I was like, <gasps> You had an extra Nest Cam. I, I had an extra Nest Cam. So <laughs> I, I, we mounted it to the ceiling, mm-hmm. and we called it Mouse Duty TM. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Got a mouse. Got the mouse. We saw, well, the first night we got motion. It was the first time we got motion in two weeks. Wow, what is this podcast about? Uh, you were talking about catching a mouse on your mm-hmm. nest. Case. So, mouse came in through the thing. It was crawling every. We didn't catch it. It it was too smart, and we saw its patterns, and it was really gross and creepy. Like they can actually crawl up walls and shit. Like yeah, they have little claws, they have talons. Oh, okay, stop. Talons. So we saw its patterns. So sorry if you don't like mice, but like I don't want them in my house. So we we trapped the shit out of the corner. Mm-hmm. And what happened? Within an hour. Got it. We got it. And so now we still have the camera up. Haven't had activity on it recently. No activity though. yet. Mm-hmm. Except for the cobweb that just got kind of dangles <laughs> in the breeze. Gonna, you know, the cobweb is a lot smaller than it looks on camera. It does, yeah. <laughs> angle lens. Yeah. 
Okay, well, anyway, maybe somebody clicked on this podcast to listen to us talk about $300 worth of coffee table books, so I guess we'll talk about that for a few minutes. I have nothing to input on the $300 coffee table books because I had no input on getting them. I know. So here's the thing. I love looking at books for mm-hmm. inspiration. When we lived in Newfoundland, my office was filled with like design and photography books, magazines. You love print media. I love print media. And since we moved here, like all of those books got left in Canada and then they got sold or given away when we moved. And so I didn't really like have any books. So I went on and I was like, you know what? I need some like physical inspiration paperback. Like I want to see it. I want to look at it. I bought $300 worth of books. They're kind of all range from like graphic design books, advertising books, or some interior design books. I bought one about like ski maps and one called snow. What is this book even? Okay. Like what is this? <laughs> That book is from an advertising agency, and that is some of their top work from 1998 till 2019. Oh. Just read the cover. Read the cover. Isn't it beautiful with the black and the... Cover. A book about the creative process and design of... Airplanes. See, it's in a spot. It's in a... Airplanes, museums, uh, alcohol... Pharmacies, sports, cars, tin cans, fast food, alphabets, batteries, daylights, flags, money, sound, infrastructure, and the Nobel Prize. Yeah, beautiful. It's kind of a poor design that is only in the embossed. Oh, I love it. I didn't even see it. I'm just like, a book about the creative process design of alkaline battery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure battery's on that list. Probably. Anyway, batteries. so. Oh, I think I have blood on it. Oh, great. Great. <laughs> So it kind of got me thinking about how we find inspiration these days. Yep. Because we're always on Instagram and Pinterest and we kind of like, you know, follow our favorite people. We get inspired by them. But I think oftentimes we forget to look for inspiration outside of social media. And we start to become kind of clones of one another because we're getting inspired by the same people and kind of pulling things from the same people. And, you know. And the same people are trying to post similar content thematically because it will create a more homogeneous cohesive brand cohesive brand exactly yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so it kind of got me thinking about like the olden days when I had all these books in my office and I used to spend time like looking at them and turning the pages and smelling paper and really (laughs) admiring everything and so I just went ham on the books and um yeah it's just like I don't know. I just feel like I need to disconnect from social and look at something, especially now because we can't really travel again with Omicron. Like I used to get a lot out of going to like stores and looking at products and staying in cool hotels and cabins. Like this is another way that I like to get inspiration, Mm -hmm. but that part has kind of been missing for the last two years. And I've been kind of feeling a little bit. You're feeling yes i have been feeling like a sad trombone that describes your emotion yeah it does anyway so i bought 300 dollars worth of coffee table books uh they're (laughs) all they're all neutral i don't even know how many like does that get you 300 coffee table books or does it get you three coffee table books i don't know it's one two three four five six seven seven coffee table books yeah wow all ranging in price oh i'd say yeah, one was $100. Holy moly. But it was really beautiful. <laughs> and I've been eyeing it for over a year. Does so it I just spark it. joy? Yeah, it does spark joy. Um, I mean, they're technically business expenses, right? Yes, they are. Well, they're all about advertising pretty much. So I think sometimes it's cool to like look outside because I think like you can get inspiration for photography by looking at design. And you can get inspiration for design by looking at 
photography and websites and like interiors and stuff. I think that you can get inspiration for all sorts of different things for all sorts of different medias. So you're like a multi-leg sea creature. What? I love multi-leg sea creatures. You're multifaceted. You came from a design background, but also photography. Yeah. Branch into video and now you do it all. You're like I know multiple multiple hats. Jack of all trades, master of literally one of them. I love the hat you're wearing right now. You look like a director. (laughs) Thank you. You look like my hair's really greasy. You look like you look like Steven Spielberg right now. You look like Michael Moore right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks. Yeah, this actually funny enough, this hat is it says Sam on the front for those of you listening. Sam actually designed this logo. You you designed that logo? I did. Oh my god, you did design that logo, didn't you? Yeah. It's a uh, <laughs> I what, forgot that. One of my clients from Newfoundland, uh, Sam Design, well, previous clients since I moved away, um, they are an interior design firm and they have a furniture showroom. So I used to do graphic design and branding for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tell you, talk about inspiration. The that, minute I walked in that showroom. I feel like that really sparked your interest in interior design. Yeah. Having I, them as a client, you were able to really like, ooh, figure out what you really liked as somebody who is a design, a pre, someone who's appreciative of design? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd always loved design, but I didn't really know what my style was until I started working with them. And then I was like, oh, this is what my style is. <laughs> and like, even within their projects, it was like, oh no, this specifically is what my style is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they do, obviously they're interior designers. So they do, you wear many hats in terms of style when you're a designer. Yeah, I mean, you got to cater to people who have all different styles. Yeah, it's different than being a creator where you create your own style and that's your signature look. When you're doing, you know, work for other people, client work, you have to be flexible with. It's what more you, akin what to doing making. freelance photography or video. It's like yeah, you, you cre- you're creating something and people hire you for your skills and creativity. But at the end of the day, the client is the one who's calling the shots as far as what they want. Exactly. So if you are really, if you're a designer and you're really into mid-century modern and somebody comes to you and we're like, I want Scandinavian, you're not going to give them mid-century modern. You're going to give them Scandinavian, mm-hmm. but you're going to use your knowledge, right? So, yep. so yeah, working with them was cool. But yeah, they like talk about going into a place and getting inspired. Like even being next to the people like Susan who owns it, like even being next to her, I was like, oh, I'm so like, this is the best. This is the best. Like <laughs> it just used to get a lot out yeah, of you that. you love work with them. I do. But yeah, I miss like going to places and seeing stuff and just walking into showrooms and furniture stores and even just looking at the way the tags are designed and type. <laughs> you love that stuff. You love the feel of things, tags, mm-hmm. paper, print. Yes. You love the smell packaging, of it. All of it. Packaging. Well, it's funny because like I started with photography, right? And I wanted to be a photographer and I couldn't afford to go to school for photography. So I just went into graphic design and uh, became obsessed with it. And yeah, I just like, I love it. And I think it's, I'm happy that I went into graphic design because I think that understanding layout and graphic design makes you a better photographer or makes you a different photographer, I should say. Well, it's you can shoot shoot, for, shooting for print versus shooting for the sake of shooting a photo. You can shoot for a, shooting for a layout versus just shooting a photo. Mm. And I used to get a lot of inspiration too from the advertising books because with advertising books and magazines, you're getting photography and design. You're getting a mix of both. And I think ultimately that helps with understanding um, how to do like type hierarchy and layout and what's visually pleasing. And I think it helps with YouTube thumbnails and yep. like YouTube header and like how you're laying at your website. So you got a book that is about design. So it's a layout within a layout. Yeah. 
Everything about that book that's on the table sparks joy. It's I, like, ooh, I'm looking at the design content, but then like that content is laid out in a design of itself in the book. Yeah. Everything <laughs> about that. I got seven books and that was the one that was like, this is the coffee table because it's got interesting print technique on the front. It's gloss with like an emboss and a spot varnish. Wait, let me just double check. They're gonna next year gonna make a they're gonna make another collection of that book, but they're gonna include that book in the next book. So it's gonna it's be It's just gonna be extra huge. It's gonna be a design. Within a design, within a design. So this book is a um, hardcover book with a jacket on it. And it's a white cover with a silver battery with black and white type typography on the front. And the book jacket is gloss with an emboss on the front. When you take the jacket off, the entire book is matte black with white text. It's stunning. Normally I would take the jacket off, but I'm not, I, I like the jacket on this one. And then all the pages are just like laid out beautifully. And uh, yeah, there's just like a lot of nice, like everything about that just sparks joy. And I think that we all need a little bit of analog inspiration these days. I'm looking up DBoss versus Emboss. I think it's DBoss. Oh, wait. No, I think it's no, Emboss. It's, it's Emboss. It's Emboss. raised. DBoss is stamped in. That's right embossed i always get them mixed up wow you call yourself a designer i know i'm definitely rusty i mean i went to school in 2007 and then i haven't worked as a designer in five six years you know what happens when i get rusty at the things i learn in school what people die well i'm not a fucking doctor so i'm not doing surgeries on people <laughs> next <laughs> um i do want to talk quickly though about this like little productivity hack that i have okay i call it the at-home coffee shop Oh, you love that home coffee shop. Man, it has changed the game during the pandemic, especially like working by yourself or if you're like, you know, working from home. And sometimes it's hard to motivate yourself to like do work. So I have this, I have this like productivity hack that I do. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Keep going. What are you laughing at? Do you call the home shield? No, I call it the at home coffee shop. No, do you call the home shield about it? What? Do you go to the Freedom Driving Club? You just love your things. <sighs> this is the Adam Coffee Shop. This is the Adam Coffee Shop TM. Mousey TM. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. It kind of goes back to branding though. Listen. It does. You've branded the shit out of everything, everything in your life. Dude, I went to school for fucking design. I love design. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, why do you think that we do like series and like the vocal link challenge? Oh yeah, like, no, I benefit from it all. All of this like rep repetitive I benefit branding. from it all. Yeah, strategy. Anyway, anyway, tell, us about, tell us about the okay, so, coffee shop TM. So here's the thing. Sometimes I have this problem starting work. Mm -hmm. So I will create the at home coffee shop. So what that is, is basically creating a really productive and comfortable environment for yourself to begin work. So what I'll normally do is I'll take my laptop and move away from my office to, for a change of scenery. I'll go to the kitchen table. I'll make like coffee or a tea or a hot chocolate, something that I'm like, something to sip on. Mm -hmm. I'll put it in my favorite cup because the vessel in which the beverage goes in is very important. Johnny Harris will back me up on this. We had a conversation <laughs> about it. Did, yeah. It's very important. Look, even this cup for those of you watching, this is a smoked like gray mm -hmm. glass. This sparks joy. Let me take a sip. Yeah. They just showed up in the cupboard the other day. <laughs> I got them at target. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was getting sick of the clear ones. There you go. Anyway. So you have your beverage in the right vessel your laptop, and then you put on... Vessel. I've never heard anyone use the term vessel for okay. a beverage container. Well, it is <laughs> Making what fun it of is. me about for saying waxing and weighing. You're like, the vessel. Okay. It's the cup, Peckham. Okay, the cup, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then you just, you know, you put on some relaxing Muzak in the background. Muzak. I like either like a chill hop mm -hmm. or like a nice like coffee shop jazz. Like there are all these YouTube channels that are just... Oh, that's my phone is uh, for some reason... Um, 
Bluetooth connecting to my record player right now. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So you, you, YouTube has all of these like live mixes or playlists that are like two hours long. It's like, you know, like chill coffee shop music or like jazz and bossa nova coffee shop or chill hop or like whatever rainy day, whatever. So depending on your mood, you pick something Mm -hmm. like that, you put it on and then you begin your work. You make your to-do list, you sit down and start your work. And sometimes I'll even set a timer for one hour. Every single time it works like a charm. It's the best. So I'm going to do it this week, but instead of using my computer, I'm going to take this book and I'm going to do at home coffee shop. I'm going to get some inspiration from this book and just try to tickle my brain a little bit off of social media. There you go. That's the life hack. That's the life hack. Productivity hack at home coffee shop. All right. Well, we're 33 minutes into this now. Wow. Should we we do our, um, our open mic? Do we have an open mic jingle? Uh, no, we don't, but we should. We can make Monolith the open mic. No, too spooky. That is far too spooky. That reminds me of the Monolith, though. Remember they found that Monolith in the desert? Yeah, that, remember that part of 2020 whatever? Oh my god, I forgot about that. Hey, Beck and Chris. My name is Saeed. I'm an indie photographer based in Newport, Wales. I was wondering if you guys are happier that you found each other prior to this whole hookup culture we have nowadays since the existence of tinder and other dating apps similar to it it has become more common now where people just have one night stands instead of finding actual relationships i was wondering if you guys are happy that you found each other prior to this thanks for your message saeed you know what it's uh it's interesting because i often tell becky it's like oh my god please don't die or something (laughs) That's literally my biggest fear. Because I don't know what I would do. God damn. I would regress back to when we started going out and I was like 17 years old. <laughs> how do you flirt with people? How do you like talk to dudes? Like how do you, I don't <laughs> right? know, right? Like right? I would have no, A, I would have no idea where to go. Like what? <laughs> the at-home coffee shop? I, you're just there like this with the SpongeBob gif? <laughs> Oh, well, sad to think about. you and I've been in the same relationship together for 18 years mm. and I'm so happy that we have been because I think we're best friends and life partners and I love my life with you. Yes. So to answer Sai's question, yes, we're very happy, but I feel like people were still having one eye stands all the way back when. Yeah. Like, is it more prevalent? Probably. I don't know. I feel, Maybe. I feel like it is because I, I feel like. People are more sexually liberated nowadays. I think so too. And I think like people are back in the nineties would get like shamed for having Mm -hmm. a one night stand. But now I feel like it's almost part of the culture. The female side of the relationship would. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But I think it's part of the culture now. You know what I mean? Like it's Mm -hmm. almost, I don't know. You see a lot of these like dating shows popping up and like. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know where that's been. Yeah. I don't know. Just like. (laughs) I, I think that if I had to like hit on a dude right now, it would be, I'd be reverting back to high school. Uh, what are the, I don't know. Do you like cheese? <laughs> I like Gouda and marble and Kobe Jack, but you're my never, favorite is Monterey Jack and never, I like to melt it. <laughs> That's what I would be like. You never talked about cheese with me. No, I don't think so. That wasn't like a, a monumental moment of our relationship. You telling me about your cheese. <laughs> well, we, what did we, but well, we were like 15. I like, know. We talked about photography. Pretty much. And BMX. Yeah, pretty much. And like your friends would like torment the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you you used to poke me with a ruler and then wipe my germs on people. And then yeah. I was like, this guy's a catch. Let's date. <laughs> I know we are happily married oh, 18 years later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's our life story basically there. Thank you so much for your question. If you guys want to send us a question or a note or tell us a joke or anything, we'll play it on the podcast. Send it to us. I'll leave the link in the description box and the show notes if you want to send us a message. Yeah, and it can be anything. It doesn't anything. have to be a question. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a question. You could just like... Make us laugh. Tell us a joke. To, yeah, just keep it short. It's just keep it short. Yeah, 15 seconds or less. Yeah, for All sure. All right. On well, that, shall we sign off? Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We started an Instagram account a couple weeks ago for this podcast specifically. The Tuxedo Time Podcast on Instagram. Links are in the description. Podcast, show notes. All of the good things. All of the things. Do you have anything to add? Including our link to cuts 15% off. Go cop this sweatsuit that I'm wearing because it is great. It's and literally the best. You with that new pop screen yeah. at the corner of my eye, you look like you have a Mario mustache on. <laughs> <laughs> Do I look it's like it? It's to be a Mario. Yeah, in the hat. <laughs> <laughs> the little circle. All right, I'm done. Oh. <laughs>